0: So we'll be looking at, yes, faith. <laughs> we'll be looking at faith this morning. It's faith clinic, so we'll be looking at faith this morning. I hope you have your writing materials and your Bible so that we can get into the Word for ourselves. Alright, so, um, I, you know, the Bible defines faith. And Hebrews 11, 1, as the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I think some people look at it and it's a little bit abstract to them. it's a little abstract so we want to find out what we mean when we say faith and um, for you also to check yourself and find out if what you've been working is faith
1: because i can tell you that
0: faith works all the time so now faith is a deep conviction this is just you know a general definition It's a deep conviction that god never lies you know when you take god at his word And you are fully persuaded that God keeps his word. That is faith. When you are fully persuaded. Now the title of my message today is Bible Faith. I needed to get that definition off, you know, so that we will know where we are. Because we have faith in other things. You can have faith in other things. Some people have faith in um, the native doctors. Some people have more faith in their doctors. Some people have faith in many, a lot of things. Now, if I'm going to have a seat and I sit down on that seat, somehow I've looked at that seat and I have, a, I have faith that it can carry me. So, you see, we can have faith in so many things. But what we are talking about today is Bible faith. What do we mean by Bible faith? How can we get Bible faith? How can we practice it? Because Bible faith, according to the Bible, works all the time, 100% of the time. You know this is what we require when we need healing this is what we require for prosperity this is what is required even to receive christ this is what is required to live our lives so it's very important to know what faith is what is bible faith that's what i want us to look at today what is bible faith what does the word of god say about faith all right now the greek word that is interpreted or translated as faith mostly in the new in the new testament is the word pistis P-I-S-T-I-S. And it means persuasion. To be persuaded. Moral conviction. That's what it means. A reliance. Constancy. Constancy. That's to be constant. To be constant. These other, the synonyms Other synonyms can be assurance, belief, belief, faith, fidelity. Now, note, when we talk about faith, faith is the noun and, um, you know, believe is the verb. Okay, now, both of them, they are the same thing. So, noun and verb. Okay, faith is noun. So, when we talk about belief, we can use them interchangeably. Okay, now, people say that we talk about faith a lot. I agree. I agree. He's almost, I'm guilty. Guilty as charged. All right? Say we talk about it. Ah, oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with talking about it. Okay, now, is faith the only thing the Bible talks about? No. That's the truth. The Bible talks about many other things. But you see, the thing there about faith is that most of those other things won't work except through faith. You want us to get into the word so that we can see it. So that's why, actually, every day we encourage you to feed along the lines of faith and healing. Very important, on a daily basis. Now, let's look at a few scriptures here. Let's look at Romans 5. Romans 5, 1 and 2, we are looking at the importance of this Bible faith, why we study it, why it's important, why we talk about it, why we meditate on it, why we do what the Bible said we should do. We we want to just look at it. Okay, and then Romans 5, 1 to 2 says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Two, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. rejoice in the hope of the glory of god you can get quickly get two things there the first one justified by faith I didn't write this this is scripture so we are justified by faith without faith then no justification the second one says by faith okay we have access by faith into this grace (laughs) so you see so grace faith is required can you see that another scripture I want to show you is Hebrews 11:6. The Bible says, "Without faith, is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that He is, and there is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him." So you cannot even please God without faith. Huh. We can't please Him without faith. I would think that the primary concern of every Christian is how to please God. The same way every child wants to please their dad. So, without faith, the Bible said here, I didn't write it, we cannot even please God. So, are we seeing why it's very important? Why you must study along these lines regularly. You must feed along these lines regularly. Please, follow me. Let's go to Romans 1, 16 and 17. It says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ." For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For, For therein is the righteousness of God. God that's, therein is what? Therein, that's, that's the gospel, gospel of Christ. Christ. For, For therein, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Brethren, fourth one, fourth point. point. You can't, can't even, even live except by, by faith. <laughs> you can't, can't live except, except by faith. We We said said, you you are justified by faith. You get into this grace by faith. Okay? And then you please God by faith. And then you can't even live except by faith. Are we seeing how important this is? Now, you see that scripture echoed in Galatians 3.11. Faith is the lifestyle of the believer. One translation says the just shall have his life sustained by faith. The just shall have his life sustained by by faith. Listen, faith is not the latest movement. That's not what it is. Mm -hmm. It's not something that will come and go. It's not the latest fad. It's not the fashion, the in-fashion. That's not faith. Faith is a direct command by God. That is the way we live. So we have to understand it. We must understand it. Galatians 3.11, like I said, echoes the same thing. Can we look at Hebrews 10.38? It says, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So note, so living by faith, the next thing, it was contrasted by drawing back. So if you do not live by faith, you are drawing back. And I didn't write this. The Bible said, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Are we seeing that? So this is Hebrews 10, 38. You do not draw back. We, are, we don't belong to the group that draws back. We stand in faith. So just follow me this morning. I just want to, you know, break it down a little bit. Let's look at that Romans 1, 16 to 17. Let's look at it in the message, trans, in the ERV translation, sorry, ERV. That's easy to read translation. It says, I am proud of the good news. Because it is the power God uses to save everyone who believes. To save the Jews first, and now to save those who are not Jews. The good news shows how God makes people right with himself. God's way of making people right begins and ends with faith. (laughs) His way of making us right, the Bible says, it begins, then it ends with faith. As the scriptures say, the one who is right with God by faith will live forever. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we are still looking at why we talk about faith. I mean, for people who are at one corner criticizing me and saying, yes, I know, it's only faith they talk about here. <laughs> so tell me what else you should talk about, if not this, I'm giving you reasons. That is before I get into my main message, all right? So he says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Now, they've told us before that we live by faith. Now, they said we walk, walk, W-A-L-K. So we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, you can also say we walk by faith, not by your hearing, not by your senses, not by by your thinking, not by your smell, not by your feeling. That encompasses the five senses, the sight. So we walk by faith. Some people have called it the sixth sense because we know there are five senses with which we contact the physical realm. So they've called it the sixth sense. But they're telling us we do not walk by this. I mean you see the Bible can be bold sometimes. I, I, I don't get some things it says sometimes except of course the Holy Spirit who lives inside of me opens. Are you telling me I'm in the world? I mean, I, I, I am seeing, I am hearing, I can taste, I can smell, I can feel. And you're saying, that is not how I should walk as a Christian. That's what you're telling me. You're telling me there is another sense I'm expected to walk by. That's what the Bible is saying. So, But you see the thing there, have you seen someone who is sick? All they are thinking about is, is painting me here. It's choking me there. It is doing me here. It is doing me the other. Everything is sensual. It's sense, sense, sense. Yet, the Bible said that is not how we walk. Hallelujah. Number six. Let's look at 1 John 5, 4 to 5. 1 John 5, 4 to 5. It says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. There is a victory that overcomes this world, and that is our faith. That victory overcomes COVID. That victory overcomes cancer. That victory overcomes everything that the enemy has taught to bring into this world at a time like this. That victory overcomes it. The Bible said, even our faith. Our faith. Our faith. Our faith. So faith is the method through which we win victory over the world. That's faith. There is nothing again. It is not by power, neither is it by might. Okay, it's not. It's none of those. Now let's look at Romans ten eight. In that scripture, the Bible, the, Paul called the message he preached the word of faith. That's what he called it. So even this message that we preach is called the word of faith. The word of faith. So you cannot say you are preaching the gospel. And you then have a problem with faith. (laughs) Because what you are preaching is the word of faith. That's what it is. So yes, these are the reasons we talk about faith all the time. There is rarely anything we are talking about, we don't bring it in. Because we want to please the Father. We live by it. We walk by it. In fact, if you look at Hebrews 11, we even die by it. Everything we do, we do by faith. Faith is the invisible hand that reaches into this realm, that spiritual realm that we belong to and takes everything that belongs to us, brings it down and makes it tangible. So don't tell me it's not important. Don't tell me it's not important. It's very important. Well, I went into all of that to get into my main message. And that is characteristics of Bible faith. Let's look at it. I have seven. There are actually many more, but I'll just give you a rundown through that, looking at my time characteristics remember we are talking about Bible faith what is Bible faith you know what what is because Bible faith we know works so what do we do you know to make sure that we are working in Bible faith and that what we desire we have so what is Bible faith that's what we are looking at and its characteristics this morning the first thing I want to say is that Bible faith does not just believe it also receives does not just believe it also is. remember I tried to define faith initially and then um, you know I said you know that faith is is a persuasion okay is a, is a, is a, we are, somebody who is working in faith is persuaded there is a persuasion the person is certain but you see not only is the person certain, the person also receives I, why I'm saying this is brethren um first of all I want to thank God for For his mercy in africa over this covid i want to thank him you know i was just coming here and he was just talking to me and i said father i know if i say it people will think i'm partial but our father is an african he's an african You know, I remembered all the things they said, how people will be dying on the streets, how they'll be picking up corpses and all that. These days, what I hear, I heard the other day where they said that they are investigating why coronavirus is on a slow burn in Africa. (laughs) Slow burn, really. So in other words, why is it fizzling out? That's what they are trying to investigate, scientists. I'm like, go and get vaccines first. Leave us. God is an Africa. So now, the thing there is faith that we work with. This Bible faith does not just believe, it, receive, it receives. Let's look at Mark eleven twenty four. 24. I mean, how can you teach faith and not go to this scripture? <laughs> what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive and you will have them. So, not there. You have prayed, you desire something first and foremost. You pray about that thing. And then the Bible said at the point of prayer is when you not only believe, but you receive. That's what that scripture is saying. So you believe, you receive, even without manifestation. Tangible manifestation. It's a little like going to buy a house. You walk into the lawyer's office. You have paid. And then you sign some documents. They give you keys. You haven't been inside that house but you can begin to make arrangements to furnish that house because you know that that contract is legal. So you believe, you receive. Many people are at the point of only believing. They haven't exercised their faith towards receiving. When? Now. Because that's what the Bible said: is when you pray that you believe, you receive. In other words, you conceive it within, you pray about it, you believe, and then you receive and see it come to pass. Because the Bible said, and then you will have them. Can we see that? So the issue there, I think many people have, is the time limit. They are not certain. What time? You know, I wish this thing had said, you know, this scripture had said, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe, you receive, and two days later, you will have. How many of us know that after two days, at least, we will know whether we are walking in faith or not? He didn't tell us any of that at all. He did not. I wish he had said, after two years, you will receive. There is no time limit. It's not time bound. It's not. So the Bible just said here, believe you receive and you will have. So are we seeing that? So we pray... We believe we receive and we have. We must believe we receive. We must believe we receive at the point of prayer. We must. And if you are that person that you are looking at me now, you have those very miserable reports and results and diagnosis and prognosis from the doctor. I mean, they are so bad they've told you to go home and die. Listen, have you prayed? I'm sure you desire long life and good health. Have you prayed, believe you receive it when, now, that time of prayer, the Bible is setting. The Bible does not fail. You will have, you have it. That's scripture. So going that extra mile, not just believing, but believing that you receive now. That's the first characteristic. So it always receives on time. Faith receives on time. Are you seeing it? Listen, somebody shouldn't get me wrong. That's the thing there. That's faith. Uh, faith does not work with what you are. It's not, it's, remember, we walk by faith, not by sight. So don't come and tell me, and hey, you say I should believe I receive, but that pain is still strong. Eh, that's not what we are talking about. See, eh? if you do not believe you receive, and you are waiting till you receive tangibly before you believe it, then why are you believing? You don't believe something you've already seen. I have a phone here. I'm not believing I have a phone. I know I have a phone. He's here. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, that is one thing we have to believe we receive. Very important. Number two. Characteristic of faith. We said the first one is faith believes and receives. Number two. Faith not only believes and receives, faith acts. Faith acts. You know, this lockdown period, I have been opportune to work with a lot of people, you know, who you can't see. You know, we're all covering our noses and we are careful where we are going to. But these are people you can't see physically. You know, I actually have a list of about 15 people I'm working with now. All of them told by doctors, by the way, as early as February to go home and die. And nobody is dead yet. And won't die till they are ready. To go. Praise God. So now, one thing I have noticed is this area, these areas, especially the area of acting on the word. You know, these people are not seeing people, okay? They are not seeing people tangibly. You are speaking with them. You are helping them to go into the word for themselves. And then you are trying to explain it and they are not seeing it. Acting on the word is very critical. Because it's easy to say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Many people are in mental assent. They are in presumption. They really think they believe and they don't. Because if you truly believe, it is of the heart. Faith is of the heart, not the head. And like Brother Hagin would say, he said, faith in the heart will walk even with doubt in the head. That's what the Bible said in Mark 11, 23. Where do we believe with our heart. We believe with our heart. So now, faith acts. In other words, that faith you say you have, you have to exercise it. That's what we are saying. You have to exercise the faith. If you tell me you have faith, exercise it. You know, that's what James was saying. He said, just show me a little bit of your own faith, and me, I'll show you my own by my works. And that word works, according to Weimar translation, is corresponding actions. Through the things I, I do. I will show you that I have faith. So if I believe it's going to rain this afternoon, when it hasn't rained, and when we've been looking for rain and praying for it, every afternoon I go, I go out to show that I believe, I go with an umbrella. So that when the rain comes, I can protect myself because I'm certain the rain is coming. So we exercise our faith. Now look at James 1. Let's look at 22 and 25. It says, Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. 25 says, But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Are we seeing that? so they are telling us that yes and I, I, but think about this, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, is that everybody knows that scripture, Romans 10, 17 and then James comes here to come and turn everything upside down, how far now you know, James says, be ye doers not just hearers only so you see, hearing is very absolute, it's very important but not just hearers only so to the hearing you add the doing because the hearers only, James said, deceive themselves. How now? That they deceive themselves. If they don't do that, they deceive themselves. And they said, if you are not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, it is the man that is blessed. And we are looking for blessings, albeit in diverse forms. For some people, is healing. For some people, is prosperity. For some people, is marital issues solved. For some people, is their children being, um, getting help. For some people, it's career. They are, we are looking, we all, we all want blessings. Let me tell you, I know we all want blessings. The reason is because after here, you won't be having marital problems in heaven. There's no career problem in heaven. So where we need this thing solved and sorted out, is here on earth. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no poverty in heaven. Are we saying that? So we must act. If you say you believe, I will know by how you behave. So when you believe, you behave accordingly. So don't tell me you believe and you don't. So we've prayed now. And you're walking away and they're asking you, so how are you? Are you healed? You say, man, the way the thing is knocking me on my head now. I don't even know. Now, who is deceiving who? Who is fooling who? I told a story. If you ever listen to one of our, you know, healing, um, daily healing schools, and that because I mean, I, I, and this happens all the time, but this is the, you know, the newest one. Okay, in my reservoir of personal testimonies, you know, we I had all these signs and symptoms of COVID. Okay, because where I work is a hospital. I work in a hospital, and we are daily, daily exposed to COVID. And quite a number of people there had been down. You know and um you know and we've treated a lot of people who also some of them who lost their lives so going there on a daily basis you know you're exposed we know but you have to walk so i go there and one of those days i was very ill all the signs were there all the signs were there in fact if i had gone and said everything that was happening to me they would have just packaged me and sent me either home or to the quarantine center so i just left isolation center so i just left left off i didn't say anything but you know that day i didn't feel like going to work. I could have stayed home, but I had prayed and I had believed and I had received. So the remaining thing was to act. Now I could have stayed home, pulled up my legs on the bed and slept all day, you know, but I thought to myself, I said, no, if I believe that I'm healed, what should I be doing? Now I believe that I'm healed. I said, I should be at work, walking. So I dressed up. It was easy. Mm -mm. It was not. I dressed up and I went to work. When I got to work, I sat down. I was sweating. It looked like, I mean, under the AC, I was sweating. It was like, I don't know. I won't wish that on my worst enemy. I Honestly, I won't. If I could get a test done immediately and get the result, I would have done that. But let me tell you. Because I believed that I have received. And then I must now do what I have believed. I stood up from that place. Thank God there were not many patients. I stood up. And I started to walk around the vicinity of where I walk. By the time I was done, I insisted on walking around. Listen, with every step I took, I felt like collapsing. With every step I took, I was, I was, I was sweating, I was weak, I was tired, I, I felt like flagging the next Uber and going home. That was how it was doing me. But you know, the more I took, every step I took, I was doing, I was proclaiming my victory because the Bible said that's how we live. Every step. I ended up doing 10 kilometers that day. By the time I sat down, I was perfectly healed. In fact, for good, just to be certain, I went and did the test, and the test, of course, of course came back negative. There is a doing. That's one characteristic of faith. You must do. So don't come and tell me after we have prayed, you lie on the bed and you are complaining. You are miserable. You are telling everybody that cares to listen. How he's doing. Listen. That's not faith. It's not faith. It's presumption. It's not faith. Let's, let's call faith what it is. Because faith works all the time. 100% of the time, faith works. Now, the third thing. Faith comes by hearing. It doesn't come by complaining. It doesn't come by murmuring. It doesn't come by crying. It doesn't come by praying. Faith comes by hearing. That's what Romans ten seventeen said. It comes by hearing. And hearing what? God's word. Are you saying that? So, Bible faith comes by hearing Bible words. That's it. So, can you see that if you hear yourself complaining about how sick you are on a daily basis, remember that it comes by hearing. Is that true? So instead of hearing the healing that you already have in the Bible, you are hearing yourself complaining about sickness. So you are hearing and hearing your own words of complaint. (laughs) And that's what comes to pass. And then we are wondering, can we see that? Because they said faith comes by hearing. And hearing God's word. So Bible faith comes by hearing Bible words. Can we see that? But if... You are only hearing your complaints, your murmuring, your cries. You see, what happens, you cannot get what you desire by way of healing. You can't. The sickness will be stronger because what you are hearing is not Bible words, it's your own words. You are taking sides against God's word. And somehow, you expect it to work. But no, it doesn't work that way. So that's three. Number four with Bible faith, you have what you say. With Bible faith, you have what you say. And we've, um, listening to the other ministers that ministered over this period, it's just, you know the spirit has just been speaking along the same lines, you know, about words, about words. Look at where you are today. If you don't like it, check up on what you said yesterday. Now, if you want tomorrow to be better, adjust what you're saying today. This is one of the most difficult things you would do. I can tell you that. Because the world doesn't help. You understand? So once you go elsewhere, immediately you go outside. You know, after you have prayed and said, I believe, I receive, I will act, and I will do this, as you are coming out, somebody is saying, oh boy, how far now? You know, they look like what you say, won't die. Child. It's, it's, It's difficult, I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Or your boss calls you, and you know you have to smile. Many of us know that when the boss is laughing, you laugh along. That's how good, <laughs> good employees behave. So the boss calls you and he's explaining to you how sick you are looking. Should you come today? Don't you think you should have stayed at home? You look pale. You are anemic, you know? And then he will laugh and think it's a joke. And then you are, you are forced to laugh alongside. You know, alongside doubt-filled words and unbelief. It's not easy. I am telling you because the world won't help you. But I've learned how to mutter under my breath. Hello? I le- I've learned how to mutter under my breath. You know, just like King said, you do not learn at your giant with your mouth shut. I've learnt it. As I am coming and you are talking, I am making sure I'm counteracting everything you are saying that is against God's word. But you know, some of us think, uh, since I'm not the one saying, no, 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 you should not accept it. Words. Mark 11:23 whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he says you have what you say you have what you say believe me you always have what you say believe me you always do it's a question of time give it some time continue to say that you will have it you have it this is scripture and it is true so, you, remember to confess means to say what God says about you. That's homologio. You continue to say what God's word says about you. And then as you are saying it, because it's God's word, is renewing your mind. Remember that your mind is the get, gateway to your spirit. So, you have your mind renewed by saying it, continue to say it. Initially, it will not make sense. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed more than 2,000 years ago. If I was healed then, then I am healed now. I am healed. Does it look like you're healed? No. Are you feeling pains when it's happening? Yes. But you are saying the same thing. As you are saying, it is registering in your spirit. It is straining your, your, your mind. You know, it is, it is equipping you. It is, You yeah, just continue to say it you continue to say it. You say it. You say it. You say it. You say it long enough and it will register in your spirit. And that's where you want it. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ears to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. The word of God spoken by a Christian out of the mouth of a Christian is as as if it's God Saying it. God's word. Listen, if you can't say any other thing, and there are many things to say. Listen, when that pain is severe, you want to shout, oh pain. That's what you want to say. But instead of saying that, say, I am healed. I am healed. It's the same energy it takes. Same energy. Praise God. So, I said Bible faith... With Bible faith, you have what you say. Number five, faith is a law. Faith is a law. Faith is a law, just like gravity. Faith is a law. Let's look at um, some scriptures. Romans 3.27 says, Where is boasting? them is it excluded by what law of works? Nay, but by the law of what? Faith. Now, planes, we know we have the law of gravity. What does it say? It's everything that falls, or everything that drops must fall. Not, in other words, people don't just start flying up. But we have planes today that have defied the laws of gravity. Is, is that not true? So that means there was a superior law that was found, the law of lift and trust, that could help planes defy the original law that we know, which is the law of gravity, and get them flying. So today, when you go to the airport, you fully expect to enter an airplane and fly. Is that not true? So this is a war of laws. The superior law will always supersede the inferior. So the law of lift and trust supersedes the law of gravity for a plane to fly. If that does not happen, the plane will not fly. Now, let's look at Romans 8, 2. The Bible said, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of what? Sin and death. Can you see? So, we, talk, we are talking about laws. So, there is a law of sin and death. The truth is that it's still operating in some people today. But they are saying that there is another law that supersedes this law of death. Can we see that? And that law is the law that every Christian has. It's the law I have. And if you're a Christian, it's the law that you have. That law supersedes the law of sin and death. So, faith is a law. And when faith comes into the equation, we fully expect things to change. So faith cannot be there and sickness remains. That's what we are talking about. Is anatema maranata, is not acceptable. It is an abomination. Just let faith show up. Praise God. Now, number six Jesus is the author and perfector of our faith. K- KJV will say finisher, okay? But author and perfector. Let's look at Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. That word, ah is in it, it leaks. So it should be author and finisher of faith. Why? Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Did you see that? They said Jesus is the author and perfector or finisher of our faith, or faith okay? Why? Who for the joy? So, he gave us an example. There was a joy that was set before him. That joy was at this other end, but Jesus saw that joy and his gaze was fixed on that joy. So, every other thing that came in between, which includes you know, the shame of the cross, he endured it because he looked through it to the end. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? And the last one, faith will work for anyone who will apply it. Faith will work for anyone who will apply it. I make bold to say here that faith will work for the unbeliever if he applies it. The Syrophoenician woman, the Roman centurion, these ones we are not of the commonwealth of Israel, but they dared to believe. Technically speaking, Jesus did not heal anybody really that was born again on his earthwork because remember, he hadn't died. So there was no one that was born again. But people received healing. Faith will walk if you dare believe. Faith always always works if you dare believe. I mean, I've worked with people who were not Christians. But they came in, they understood that they could make a demand on this word of faith for healing. And they did. And they took their healing and they walked away. Funny thing is that they didn't even receive Christ in the whole thing. I tried. They said no. They came for healing and they took it and they went away. Faith will work for anyone who will believe. And if these people are coming in and taking it, then who are you? A Christian. The Son of God. Joint heir with Christ seated at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places, far above every principality, every power, every ruler, every wickedness in high places, far above every one of them. Yet, we are tolerating sickness. You have no business with that. Yet, you are tolerating failure. You have no business with that. We have the faith of God inside of us. And Bible faith comes through Bible words. We have God's word as well. Because to every man has been given that measure. We are believers, whether you like it or not. As you received Christ, you started to believe. We are You continue to believe. That's who we are, we are believers. Thank you very much. We'll pray a short prayer now, and then we'll round off. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We bless you. Wherever you are right now, you can receive what you desire right now. Remember the sequence. You pray, you believe, you receive, and then you will have. Act upon what you have prayed act upon what you have believed you receive act upon it, begin to behave like it is here now, how will you behave when it is here, that particular way is the way you should start behaving Father we thank you, because we receive everything that we have desired of you because we know that you have heard us for in the mighty name of Jesus we have prayed